Sakina, just to say, this this film is a very is a short uh, artist's interpretation, um, inspired, as you say, by a visit to Rotoplot Research Laboratories. And I think what's important is to and why people should come and see both the film and the presentations that will be made afterwards is because it's important for us to understand the context within which the Chemical and Biological Weapons Program was initiated um, in order to understand why it's important now for us to to follow the findings of the Health Professions Council and also the sentencing of Dr. Bassan. Um, of course, we don't know the outcome of that yet, but in on the 18th of December last year, um, the Health Professions Council found that Dr. Basson was guilty of unethical conduct on the basis of his being involved in the development of tear gas and other incapacitating agents while he was head of the program. And I think this is particularly important now if we consider the political context we're in, where we see increases in public protest, increases in a sense of threat. Um, certainly those, those running the state may be inclined to feel that there's a need to develop similar kinds of agents, um, as was done in the past, to control crowds. And that was one of the reasons why, ostensibly, Project Coast was established in the first place. It was a response to the 1976 Soweto uprising, um, where police used live ammunition and killed, as we well know, many schoolchildren. Um, and it was after that, when the international pressure came down so heavily on South Africa, that the Defence Force realised that they wanted to develop other means of controlling crowds. And that was where uh, one of the place, one of the motivations for establishing this program. So I think it's important for us to know what happened. Um, obviously, one hopes that in, in reflecting on the past and in uh, having professional associations now hopefully developed precedents um, and codes of conduct for their members, we might not see a recurrence of this in the future. Now there's Dr. Vota Basson. He's being held accountable. But what about the others, senior and junior to him, who are also involved in this particular program? Absolutely, Sakina. I think this is one of the shortcomings of the processes that we've been through. I mean, on the one hand, Project Coast is exemplary in that it has been dealt with in a public hearing by the Truth Commission. There was the prosecution of Dr. Basson. Of course, he was found not guilty or acquitted on all charges. And then um, a, a professional disciplinary hearing. But if one considers that uh, the Surgeon General at the time, General Neil Knobel, um, and other senior military officers that I mention General Knobel in particular because he himself is a medical doctor and approved the production of ton quantities of uh, mandrax and ecstasy. It certainly does raise questions about why Dr. Basson is the only person to be called to account. And also people are calling, you know, for the an appropriate sanction essentially. But what according to you would be a suitable punishment for Dr. Voter Basson? Sakina, I'd rather not comment on that. I think it's important that the Health Professions Council comes to comes to a resolution. What I think would be an inappropriate sanction would be community service, for example. Um, but I think what we can point to is that in their findings, um, 
last year, the Health Professions Council said that um, as far as they were concerned, a doctor who had been involved in unethical conduct of this nature should not be able to continue working as a medical doctor. That was uh, contained in the findings. So whether or not that will be the outcome is hard to tell. Today we are going to hear arguments in aggravation of sentence, of course, and then followed by that in some time in the future, if not this week, we'll have arguments in mitigation of sentence, and Dr. Bassan is expected to call former patients and colleagues to argue in his defense. Now, just finally, Dr. Gould, you obviously will be talking at the session at Wits University later this afternoon. Is it still open to members of the public and people still get in? Absolutely, Sakina, we've had a lot of interest. So um, I would urge anybody who would like to come just to contact um, Corinne Govender at the CSB Co School of Medical Ethics um, and just confirm their attendance uh, because I think seats are limited.